drop there, bro. Some Gary Payton. Some Gary Payton? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Poor I baby. Actually, I ha- I ha- no, I have actually tried that. I tried the pre-roll of it once. Um, anyway, welcome back to the shed. Fuck it, I'm glad I have some Fortnite ambience in the background. I was actually playing some earlier today. <laughs> um, what is up, everyone? We're back this week. Um, we are with my friend, my dear, dear friend, my dear colleague from my the beginning of my time in the cannabis industry, actually. Riley Hotchkiss. What up? What up, brother? How you been? Pretty good, man. Just been taking her easy, taking it one day at a time, you know? Fuck yeah, man. I feel that. <laughs> um, so, I want to start asking, what are you smoking, first of all? Well, in my bowl that I just packed, I believe that is some pink fire, and I'm grinding up some Gary Payton right now. Nice. Yes, sir. Fuck yeah, man. I'm smoking uh, Blueberry OG. Blueberry OG. By Redican, actually. I found it. I don't think I've ever tried that. It's new, it's very it's very new, and I was, like, very surprised at how, how nice does it, it actually smoke? Like, can you compare it to anything? Or? Not. I, I couldn't compare it to anything, but it doesn't, like, it's the best I've ever smoked from Redican. Damn. Okay. I like And their, you, can have um, a, you can try a bowl of it if you want. I have it in here. I'd love to. Yeah, man. What's that? Uh, Wapa's Redican, right? Yep. I, I like their Wapa a lot, but it's yeah, been man. a minute since I've tried it. Oh yeah, that'll it'll be there forever. You, if, if you miss it, you'll find it. Um, anyway, fuck. You want to kick this off with a bowl? I'd love to. Right on, man. Cheers. Cheers. Death. <coughs> <coughs> anyway, brother. <coughs> I like your shirt. What does it say? It's weed is bad. We should burn it. That's right. Damn right, we should. <coughs> <coughs> so, before we get into everything that we're exa- that we're exactly here for today, I wanted to ask what I ask all my guests that I've had on for the first time. If you remember, at least, what was your first time smoking weed? Oh, I distinctly remember it, actually. Yeah? So, a few of me and my buddies probably, I think it was going into grade 9, like that summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had this spot in, like, this forest that we all kind of lived near it. Can you pull the mic closer to you? Oh, yeah. No, no worries, bro. <coughs> but anyways, um, uh, there's this forest near all of our houses. We had this one little spot, like, up on this one hill, and we called it the, the pit. And it was literally just, like, it looked like a meteor crash there. It was literally just a hole in the ground. But like pe- people had like brought up like like a ping table and like other random stuff like that. So it wasn't like so a was clubhouse. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but it felt like any anytime you Wait, went when there. When was this? This was like going into grade nine. So like, yeah. Okay, cool. Like years ago. But anyway, so I remember there was probably like four or five of us. We shared a joint and I remember not getting high, but being like extremely thirsty after and paranoid. Yeah. Because I had to go home right to my family after. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah, that was my first experience. We all shared a joint. And then the first time I actually got high, I smoked out of a bong. And I remember I watched this video on YouTube where I got hypnotized. <laughs> and I just like passed the fuck out and I woke up and I was like, well, what happened? Like, Dude, that's fair. That's <laughs> hilarious. I remember my, uh, my first time, I won't go into too much detail because I've said it before here. But like, I, it was one of those like, it wasn't a volcano, but it was like one of those like big bag 
kind of like vapes you know okay, what i mean yeah. with like it just fills up the big like saran wrap looking bag and i just remember like the most euphoric feeling ever i wish i could get high like that again you know All right, yeah. <laughs> the good old days yeah <laughs> even though it's only been like i mean i really have been smoking weed for probably like at least over five years at least it's kind of crazy when you think of it like that I know. Time flies when you're smoking bombs. And then when you think of the times, the days that you haven't been smoking, you're like, wow, those are only a few days. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Minuscule. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, I've probably taken a month off my entire time. <coughs> anyway, Bo, we are here for um, a specific purpose today. We are here to talk about um, your um, journey, your medical journey that you've been having recently. Um, I wanted you to kind of explain, first of all, what, uh, well, let me say, first of all, is I worked with Riley at one plant um, in Barrie for a while, and we've been friends, group friends ever since, and I feel like I've made a good um, group of friends there at that place, and you've seen quite a few of them on the podcast already, and um, we were um, given the, I, I guess we all heard the news a couple months ago that Riley was diagnosed with um, a form of, it was leukemia, correct? Correct, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like, it's a very low percentage of your friends or especially your peers that can, that, that happens to. So I'm sure a lot of us were surprised and we were, I, I, I know definitely a lot of people were worried and a lot of people were like just thinking a lot about you and it was a crazy time. Cause, and it still kind of is like, I don't know. It's just, you're, you're the first person I know, at least in my age and my group that it's been um, diagnosed with something like this in my early adult life. And it's been, um, I guess for lack of a better term, interesting to see the journey and to see how mm-hmm. you've dealt with it, how I've dealt with it as just you're a, a bystander of it and everything. But I'll, I'll let you explain first what your diagnosis was. And basically, can you walk me through like when, like how, like basically what you were diagnosed with, mm-hmm. what it is and kind of how, it became to that diagnosis, like how you how it led to that. Okay, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I guess I could start from like when I kind of started to like not feel like myself, like right, right before I went to the hospital. That's mm-hmm. the, that's like kind of when everything started. Was I kind of like it started as a headache? I got to like a really bad migraine, and like I'm stubborn enough as it is. So like normally when I get a headache, I'm just like you know I'll take an Advil or drink some water. Yep. Like any excuse for not you know nothing serious right not having to deal with it yeah yeah so anyways a couple days go by and the headache starts getting worse but then i started like getting like tired and i remember like there was one day i walked up the stairs and i literally just like i felt gassed like i had to like sit down and and, like chill for a Mm. few minutes but because i'm like so stubborn i didn't go i didn't think to like go to the hospital or anything like that but i i told my family like how i was feeling it's also hard to admit that to yourself because you don't want something like that to be happening Abs- to yourself yeah absolutely for sure yeah. totally agree but anyways um it was like two days after i i told my mom that i needed i was thinking about going to the hospital that i actually collapsed mm-hmm. um and that's what brought me to the hospital because i was like damn this is probably pretty serious i should get checked out yeah um i went to the hospital um they immediately took me in and they hooked me up to an iv for a blood transfusion and it was because um my blood counts were like extremely low so that that was the first sign Mm -hmm. 
was uh, my blood counts were low and the way I was feeling. So from there, I got sent to Princess Margaret and I got a few tests done on me, like an MRI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got a, a lumbar punct- puncture done. What's that? Is that needles in like it's your basically, spine? It's like, like... They took a sample of my, uh, my bone marrow. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> they took a, yeah. So they took a sample of my bone marrow to see what was going on in there, and then the, that's okay. how they confirmed that it was cancerous. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, my chemotherapy started. But I, uh, I was shocked. Like I had no, like I, like yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It, it must have been a really interesting, not interesting, like a really like scary feeling at first, and not, not, not worrisome because like i'm sure you had the thought of like i'm young i'll be able like i have i don't know i feel like if you're young you have more like a chance to be able to fight it more and yeah i'd agree with that for and sure. did you have any of those feelings at the start i guess of like optimism or were you just only scared at the beginning kind of i think like when I'm, i was initially told by the doctor that like it was cancer i was like probably scared for like honestly like uh, a few minutes but then yeah i don't know i'm, I'm a quite like the positive person good. so i try to like think of everything from a good positive light fuck yeah um i've been like pretty good at staying positive throughout the whole experience i know it's not easy for everyone to do that it's but i think that's what's kind of helped me get through it is just trying to be positive i think like a positive mindset is like genuinely like something that will get you through it. I feel like the people who are more optimistic and the people who want to beat it more are honestly, there's something in, in you that makes it, makes you fight harder when you mm-hmm. want it more, you yeah, know, definitely. which is really cool. So you got the diagnosis and what was it called uh, exactly again? Your uh, it's ALL leukemia. I, I'm struggling to remember what the ALL stands for. It's a, uh, uh, something no worries. It's yeah. it'll be in the description of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Um, so you had your diagnosis and you pretty much started chemo right away, correct? Yeah, basically immediately. Okay. Then what? What is like one thing you wish you knew before you started chemo? Uh, how it was gonna make me feel exactly? Yeah. That was yeah. They had went went over like some of the expected side effects. But I didn't know what to expect because, like, it affects everyone differently, right? So, mm-hmm. and also, uh, like, what exactly is chemo to describe to the audience? Like, at least, what was your experience like? Like, how was the treatment like given? And, and well, such? for at least in my experience, so I have what's called a, a pick line okay. inserted into me right now. Um, it's a stands for a peripherally inserted central catheter and basically it's hooked up to one of the main veins in my heart and there's like a little tube sticking out in one of my arms Um, but it makes it easy to receive uh, blood products and also receive chemotherapy through the pick line because rather than for example getting like poked every time you want to need to like get blood or get a chemo transfusion Mm -hmm you can just get hooked up to your pick line. Okay. And when I was in the hospital, that was how it happened quite frequently. Okay. So they... And did you just sleep at the hospital a lot for these things? Or like... 
I was okay. at, uh, at the hospital for a, about five weeks. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just under five weeks. Okay. Um, so, were you supposed to be there for longer then? They predicted, uh, I think it was about six, six or seven, but I did get out a little bit earlier. So, you got out a, a little bit early, I assume, with good news that are you... Like, are you in, like, remission, I guess? Is that the word for it? Or are you just better? Are you better? Are you... I don't know exactly what the word is. Like, what what is the state where you're at right now? With it? Well, the state I'm at, okay. So, technically, right now, I, I we have re- re- uh, achieved a remission. And what remission is, it's basically when you have less than 5% uh, cancer cells in your body. It's kind of, like, what they consider, like, I guess, like, the victory. A less threatening amount, which yeah. is nice. So, I've re- uh, achieved remission. I'm just not done my treatment yet. Okay. I still have, like, part of the plan to go through. Okay. But the good news is that the remission has been achieved. Okay. That's really good, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, that being said, when I was um, taken out of the hospital, like, to go back home, I, I wasn't at that point yet. Okay. So then why did you why did you leave then if you weren't at that point yet? Um well I guess my my num my blood counts were coming up naturally. So like the way I guess the, what the doctors want to happen is so with my chemotherapy it's designed to cause cell death. So basically um they administer chemo to me. Um my numbers go down like my blood counts and stuff like that. And if I need a transfusion they'll give it to me, but then because the chemo has also killed the cancerous cells, um, your blood counts start to come up naturally because they're not being killed by the cancer anymore. Okay. Yeah. So I was basically released from the hospital because they felt I was at like a stable point to where the chemo was kind of doing its thing. Okay. And I didn't need like blood transfusions all the time or anything like that. Well, that's good because I imagine that can be even more taxing on your body long-term and short-term probably um were there people that um treated you differently when you when they figured out that you had this diagnosis uh yeah i guess like not i guess i should not in in a a way of yeah i was gonna say like in a bad way like you know how i'm sure you wouldn't want like everyone worrying and like over you know what i'm trying to say like coming up to them and being like oh my god are you gonna like making constantly reminding you of it through their fears of it like projecting their fears onto it onto it of you did you get that a lot or not really um not a lot but i mean like i feel like everyone kind of deals with the situation differently right so um like when i was first taken out of the hospital like understandably like my mom was very like worried about a lot of things so mm-hmm. she was kind of for lack of a better term babying me a little bit yeah i get yeah i can understand that i but think I my mom would do the same thing like i totally understand oh yeah my mom would do the same exact thing yeah, i'm sure most like, mothers well, would most, yeah yeah right? exactly um so did this um is this is this anything that actually like ran in your family like is that something that you like ever knew you could possibly have or is this something that just came out of nowhere it just totally came out of nowhere as far as i'm concerned i think i'm Damn. the only one in my family that we know has cancer 
Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that is um that that seems like the odds are even lower. Um. How is it like? And I know chemo can like affect one's like physical health, like and make and taxing on the body. Is there anything that like you would want to tell people who are going through it, like? be prepared for these like physical i guess ailments for lack of a better term like are you feeling any like aftermath and any after pain from going through chemo um like there is like definitely like side effects Mm -hmm. uh for me i felt like they were pretty mild as to what i was expecting i like for the most part i like I, i think the worst symptom i got was i was just like nauseous or a little bit of lack of appetite okay so it didn't seem to smack you too too hard, which is not too bad. Yeah, it was. I a, mean, that, at least in my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, so I want to ask you now some like cannabis related questions to your like chemo and your treatment. But before that, did you want to fucking have a bowl? Absolutely. Fuck yeah, let's do it. You say you've been smoking more concentrates too since the say, or was it because of this or just because you just are in general? Well, I guess both. So when, when I first came back from the hospital, uh, I wasn't like really like smoking in the hospital. So when I first came back and I was trying to smoke bombs, I, it was quite heavy on my lungs. Yeah. So, so I thought that making the switch to like dabbing would take it easy, like I find lighten it up in my lungs a little, a little bit. smoother, yeah. And it did. That's and good. then, I don't know, I kind of got bored of just smoking dabs. So now I'm smoking bongs again just to mix it up. My lungs haven't been... Fuck yeah. Fucking me, but... That's not bad, though. Build up a tolerance for it. I fucking um, wish I could afford to get into concentrates, honestly. <laughs> anyway. Jeez. Mic down, mic down. I really only smoke joints unless I'm doing this podcast now. <coughs> so this shit just smacks me. Smacks me the fuck out. <coughs> so, I want to ask more cannabis-related questions now, related to your, like, treatment. Um, first of all, when, like, when you... <coughs> did you stop smoking when you found out, or did you stop smoking, like, when you went to the hospital? I stopped smoking when I went to the hospital because you can't smoke at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So you would have smoked through the whole way if you could have, right? Or no? Yeah. Okay, right Absolutely. on. It would have had a lot of benefits, definitely. Um, did you use 
cannabis like did you use any type of cannabis in your treatment and like did it help with combating any like negative side effects from it yeah absolutely there was a there's a few times where like i said i was a little bit nauseous or i just didn't have much of an appetite and i would have like a couple hits of a vape or i would even have like were you smoking a dry herb or like an oil like an oil vape okay or i would um i'd have like an edible and then like i would be able to stomach a meal or i would just like feel like better in general like i would get back to like being able to like be myself fuck yeah did like did smoking cannabis in general did it make it all this less stressful or was your positive mindset more so enough to get you through that mentally uh, I think and i'm my, sure you had a lot of support too like absolutely well uh, yeah i have a huge support but um i think my mindset in general was a big part of it but the cannabis definitely helped as well like with like i said with the the side effects of the chemo for sure okay especially because i was also like on like medication um that would like keep me up at night um also did you use it to um I guess, no, let me rephrase this. Is is there a difference in how you smoked before this treatment than how you smoke now? No. No? No. Okay. I, uh, it's every, in that department, everything is stay the same. Okay. Um, and also, is there any... I guess we kind of covered this. Is there any products like you would you would stay away from? Any strains you would stay away from? Or methods of smoking you'd stay away from during this time? Or were you only like, I'm just going to use the vape? Or are you like... Whatever I can use, I'll use. Um, Just edibles, kind of. You know what I mean. I think it, 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 for me, it's just more about like what I'm, what I feel like smoking at the time. Like yeah. I, if I have like s- stuff I gotta do. Actually, let me let me rephrase that because I wouldn't want to smoke uh, sativa if I was going to the hospital for mm-hmm. some appointments. Yeah, fair. Because I, I do get a little bit anxious. Are you mainly an indica smoker? Primarily, yeah. Yeah, same. But I do, I do like uh, appreciate like a nice sativa. Every now and again. Yeah. For me, at least. Like <laughs> with certain purpose. Like I said, if I, if I'm doing something where I need to be, like feel productive, or I would like a sativa. But if other than that, I just kind of like to smoke weed to trail. Yeah. Getting a little more out of the cannabis-related questions, I guess I would want to ask is, what advice would you give someone out there who's um if they're if they happen to be listening to this and they're about to undergo similar treatment what advice would you give them stoner or not stoner i would say just take it one day at a time and be as positive as you can yeah right on okay so basically what i wanted to ask is do you ever deal with the fear or your family deal with the fear of ever having this return well, I can't speak on my family's behalf. I would imagine someone in my family is probably scared of, yeah. of that in particular. Would you say for you myself, are? myself, though, I don't think about it. That's good. So I would say no. I don't, it's not really something that scares oh. me because once... I've kind of, like, decided that, like, whether I have cancer or, or not, like, I can't, like, I really don't want to, like, 
change my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that to be the deciding factor of how I, like, live my life. Okay, yeah. So I'm kind of just proceeding as normal regardless. That's totally fair, and man. I feel like that's why I don't think about the and fear of it coming back, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. It kind of ties into the next question I was going to ask, which was, like, has this changed your path in life? Like, do you have any different dreams or goals because of this? Or are the ones you had before even more set in stone or I think I think about um, those things for myself more now than I did in the past Mm -hmm. like I think I I I try to like have more to look forward to in the future now whether it's something like small or like something like big that I can like work towards each day do you know what I mean yeah totally man Fuck yeah. Well, that's really cool, man. Like, I'm glad that... I'm glad that you have that perseverance, the confidence, and the strength to, like, always bring your positive mindset through this and know that you're going to be okay because I... Sitting here right now, I 100% believe it because you are so confident about it. And I never had any doubts before to say, but you... Your, like, your attitude about it and your energy still is, has remained the same and it's been really um inspiring to see you go through this man so Thanks, brother. congratulations dude on your on your journey yeah appreciate it bro fuck yeah um so we'll wrap this up but first i wanted to ask you or lastly i guess i wanted to ask you which which i asked every guest what is your sesh song of the week what's the song you're turning on when you ting Ooh, right now uh, i forget the name of it the new um houdini and tori lane's track What's what's it called? Oh, what's it called? Oh, it's called Here it's called it goes. Here goes. Okay, right on. Here it goes. What about you, brother? Me and toilet, toy lanes. Uh, same with me. Here it goes. I, we found it at the same time. Okay, <laughs> fuck yeah. I need to fucking go into my Spotify to find this. Might to find fucking mine. Man, man, man. I've been finding some good new music lately. I'm going to see some good concerts soon. Going to see um, Post Malone in a few That's weeks. That's sick. I'm going to Rolling Loud on Friday. Oh, fuck, man. That's going to be awesome. That's awesome, man. Fuck yeah. Um, right now, fucking... I don't know. There's a song called Memory Lane by Wiz Khalifa. I don't think I've heard that one. It's, it's fairly new, but it's a pretty fucking good one. And um, my next question would be, what is your favorite strain right now? Mm. Just right now? Right fucking now. Right now. Meat breath. Meat breath? Yes, sir. Damn. That um sounds appealing because it just felt like I just like got, I just ate a bunch of fucking tacos, you know what I mean? And that's satisfaction at the finest, so... I'd say my favorite strain right now is, uh, I don't know, I've been liking this Glueberry by Redican, honestly, it's, what's the, this is the meat breath? That's the meat breath, yeah. Wow. Stanky. Yeah, <laughs> stanky. <laughs> smells amazing, though. Holy fuck. Ooh. just want to bathe in it. A little bath in the meat <laughs> breath. <laughs> anyway, brother, thank you for joining me today, and, um... We'll definitely see you again soon, probably with all the 
Warm Clan boys. I've got something that I want to play with you guys soon. Some fun episodes. So. That's fun. Remember, brother. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. Thank you. One love. <laughs>